Welcome to the She Who Dares Wins podcast. We are on season three and a season guest is back. Kelly Island, how are you doing? I'm awesome. Thank you. Thank you for having me again. And, ah, uh, yeah. So you were on, I think you were on, you were definitely my first season. Now, um, I, I think I might have begun the second, second season. season. Okay. I mean, there's not like endless seasons, but yeah the most important thing is it feels it was, like a lifetime it feels it was, like a lifetime. it was yeah. yeah um yeah okay so for anyone that doesn't know your story a little bit of it can be found in season one or two i should probably should really think about that uh which one it is but i'll put a link down in the description <laughs> um so how have you been i know things have changed a lot since covid you have ventured on to new pathways so yeah just just give us a bit of a catch-up yeah, so I'm I'm trying to think what job I was on the last time I talked to you because that's kind of how I think of life is like which job was I on? But now, especially with COVID, um that sort of changes. So I haven't been working for commercial construction. I guess it's been a almost a year and a half, which is crazy right, to me. Okay. When I last got laid off, it was in the beginning of 2020. And I sort of just went into, like, I just thought I would get hired back, honestly. I was like, it'll just be a matter of time. So I did, like, a little bit of side job, collected my unemployment, and, like, dove into the COVID thing. I was taking hikes with my kids. We were socially distancing. I was doing yoga five times a day, you know, the normal COVID life. Then it kind of, I wasn't getting hired. Jobs were shutting down. And I was like, I have to figure out what I'm going to do. Right. So I started uh, just picking up residential plumbing here and there, uh, bought a drain cleaner and took my master's test. So I am one step up from the last time I talked to you. I'm a master plumber, nice. which is really awesome and a huge accomplishment for me because honestly, when I was an apprentice, I said, I never want to run work. I never want to, like, I don't need to be a master plumber. I don't need, like, I just want to be this worker. Like, I just want to be a worker, get paid, go home, you know, and, and I loved what I did and it just, was easy. I didn't want the responsibility of like running it. Like I just wanted to enjoy installing it and, you know, working on it. Now, now I'm, you know, in the process of starting my own business. That's like, I mean, I've been working it, but little by little, I'm, I'm a procrastinator. So I have a hard time like really jumping in, especially like with my verbal commitment. I'm always like, well, I'm still, it's like no you're like doing this like you got your master's license you got your business up like I am doing it but you know I just I just always am like scared to jump in commitment wise because you never know and and that's sort of what I'm learning like I I thought I would just be high rise after high rise and now I'm in people's basements so a lot has changed. A lot has so, changed. So what happened? So the redundancy then, was that because of COVID or was it be, like with the industry, like in construction in the UK, the COVID really didn't affect anything. It was like, keep construction going, keep construction going. In fact, if anything, it just went and still is booming, which is really scary because for me, I feel like it's going to die at some point. But what what caused the redundancy? And then um, obviously this great thing has happened from it, but that must be pretty scary times. So. In the very beginning, um, and by very beginning, I mean like mid-March, it was like shut down everything. Like nobody, it was, it was almost like we were getting ready to start like one of them movies you ever see, like Contagion or one of the ones where they like actually in their house. It seemed like (laughs) that's what America was going to do. And then we were just like, actually, we're not. So we're just going to do what we want to do. And I mean, the government like has gone through and like set up, you know, mandates and everything. 
So in the beginning, it, that, there definitely was a halt, like mass layoffs, mass right. layoffs. And uh, it slowly, like over the summer, started picking back up. You know, my, my girlfriend worked on a COVID job and it was, uh, she had to wear this thing on her hard hat that would beep if you, <laughs> if you get too close to people. So <laughs> wow. uh, okay. they, they set up these like giant, like temperature things that you had to go through every day, like get your temperature checked to get on site. So it, it definitely had started picking back up, but it was the people who were already working were going back to work. So there still was like this giant group of people who were out of work and, you know, COVID happened right after the winter and winter is like a slow time in construction. So yeah. those people stayed laid off. Um, I had been, I was laid off in January and I guess COVID happened in March. And so I kind of wasn't really looking too hard. It was kind of nice to have the break. And I was like, you know, I'll like, be the school mom and I'll jump into that. I have the unemployment for a little while, but then when COVID hit, it was like, whoa, maybe I should have went back before, <laughs> before COVID hit. Um, but I also was like, I'll work on my master's, uh, getting the master's license. So I had done that before, like I was working on that before COVID hit. I, so if I had waited a little too long, then I wouldn't have been able to take the test when I took the test. But all that's back in play. Like, you know, the government's open back up. Buildings are open back up. We still have, like, depending on where you live, mandates in order, depend like, about restaurants, about, you know, mask wearing, about social distancing. But I, I just feel like life has just went back to normal. I have been out the whole time because I went into residential plumbing. So that was that was one of the essential workers that, like, didn't have to shut down. So for me, I never was stuck at home the way other people were stuck at home. And it's crazy because like you're watching restaurants open back up and they, they're like on, in these full body guard shield looking things. Meanwhile, the Home Depot, which is like our, our home and garden center, everybody's just like chit-chatting, <laughs> pulling their masks <laughs> off to like why I can't hear you hold on let me pull my mask down so you can see my lips like <laughs> it's so it's like in a restaurant I mean and granted there's food and everything but like all these businesses are suffering meanwhile Home Depot is just yeah I mean quadrupling yeah. the prices of lumber all this yeah. stuff like it's yeah. like it just seems it seems like a very mismanaged thing. I I yeah. definitely think certain aspects were they really hit hard, way too hard on, and other aspects they were too lenient on. And I I think I just hope the next time this happens in our in humanity's history, maybe we have a little bit of you know yeah. hindsight I, yeah. from all this. Yeah. So <laughs> it makes for a good Hollywood movie. But you're right, like the it's ridiculous. I I went back to work so like I think we went into lockdown in March and came back out oh my god maybe like June July time and I was like heavily pregnant and I went back to work for the sanity of it for, for like it felt like oh COVID doesn't exist at work because I'm in a middle in a field with no one else you know work talk talking mm -hmm. to um you know people that I work with from a distance it didn't feel too bad I didn't have to wear a mask um, I think that kept my sanity, but yeah, like, the same over here for construction. It, you've got it's very conflicting. Um, but with with your move into residential and business side of things, was there was there any point where things started to kick off and you were like, oh, I'm not sure, and and any opportunities came up in commercial? Have you thought about? going back or is this it, it sounds to me like and I can relate to this I can completely relate to this where you don't want to say something is something for fear of it not working out so I'm like oh I've got this like side hustle where I sell like a few hoodies and stuff yeah. and my husband's like no this is a this is a business you like <laughs> you're shipping out like 10 20 parcels a night this you know you're gonna soon need a place to store stuff an office this is a business and I'm like no it's just like this side of things and it, for me it's because as soon as you commit to something you're like 
shit, this is a real deal. This could fail. Like, and you, I like, I very rarely share stuff with friends or family because I'm like, oh, you like this could, do you feel, is that kind of when you're like not committing, you're just doing the work, <laughs> but you're not officially saying I'm in business? Yeah. So I have, uh, there's a lot of things with me. First off, I'm a procrastinator. Right. So, so I'm very slow with like actually doing the work that, you know, like I will show up at the plumbing jobs, but like I have all this, like, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have like paperwork that I need to work on. Like <laughs> when it comes to estimates, forget it. I just, <laughs> oh, I just remembered someone else I have an estimate for that I completely just like, I'm, I'm terrible with organizing. So that's like my hesitancy. And that's why I never wanted to run a business. Like I, right. I'm aware of that. That's my weakness. So I shouldn't go into a line of work where that is like, needs to be your strength. So one thing that you were talking about with confidence in one of your podcasts was how it's just like the more confident you are is like the more fear you've gotten over like and and you put it differently but it's a fear is it's either confidence or fear right fear right. is what blocks your confidence and i love that because that is i'm like i am very confident like the type of person everybody's like you're so confident and i'm like what but like inside they don't see the fear that you yeah. feel inside they don't see you know, they just see the Instagram posts that I put and I'm like, look, I did it. Right. But they didn't see all the turmoil, mental <laughs> turmoil you go through. before. So that's yeah, that with the business side of things, I'm stuck there. I'm like, I, I don't want to fail. I don't want to have to like navigate a lot of aspects of the business. So even, even yesterday I, I put out the business card. Right. And as soon as I dropped it, I was like, fuck that's oh sorry <laughs> no you can say i'm like that's out there i just did that like why did i do that i was so excited about it for one second i'm like yeah this is going to be on my kids hockey rink and i was proud <laughs> and then i was like oh shit now everybody saw it like i can't take it back there's no like if my phone goes off i put that out there i'm like i'm not ready <laughs> so i I'm definitely back and forth. As for commercial, commercial is, that is like, I have such a love for commercial plumbing and it really just like, it's, you know, plumbers hate to be called installers, but like commercial work, brand new, that's what you do. You install. And there's something about that, that I've realized like, as opposed to service work, I love because I love efficiency. So like if you install the same type of thing, like you learn how to get amazing at doing that, right? right? Like I'm amazing. I can, I can cut cast iron so well. Like I have men who have been plumbers who are like, wow, you do an amazing cut. Like, just like, you know, smooth. You just do it well, right? You can get like that with with commercial plumbing or like any type of installation, but like with service, there's always something. There's yeah. something behind yeah. the wall that you don't, you know, the wire, when you put your saws all through that wall, you hit the wire that you have no idea is there, right? There's yeah. no way to, to know everything about service. And I think, especially with like having like fear of coming into new things, like service is always scary to me. I'm like, it's so much more thinking as opposed to just like, owning it and like conquering it you know like i worked at a mexican where i just like i will make you the best burrito i just will make like because you do it over and over and over again like yeah and it's it's so satisfying whereas i mean and granite service is satisfying because when you do conquer something especially that you're fearful of that adding to your level of confidence like it it definitely does something so I'm back and forth all the time. And if someone said, do you want to work on a commercial job right now? I would, I mean, I've had people call me over the months and say like, oh, we're looking for this job should start in a week. And then I just never get that call in yeah. a week. And, and so I've sort of just like ended my expectation of like when people call me and they're like, oh, I have this job and we'd really love you because, you know, you love the cast iron or whatever. I just am like, okay, yeah, well. I just won't hold my breath. I'm stay busy with my but, stuff. But, but you know what? Do you know what's gonna happen? 
again, like this is. Oh, don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, first, first of all, let me give you this, right? So 16 years worth of in business, uh, engineering, granted, it's only been me. I've recently employed someone to do some bits and pieces, but the business side of things, the things that you say you're no good at, that's kind of, for me, I think is irrelevant in our world because you, you trained as a trade and, and that is your work. Yeah. Like the business, yes, it is important to get new business and it's important to keep your finances right and all those things, but they're not something you're expected to learn or to know off the bat. Like 16 years and I still have my mother-in-law who is looking after my accounts, banging on say, where's the receipts for this? Where's it? Like, I don't <laughs> have my shit together for that. And that's 16 yeah. years on. And, and sometimes I'm not the best business person. I don't respond to emails and, and I drop the ball, but the work speaks for itself. And I think if, if that is at the core, then you'll always do well. Um, here's me giving business advice, probably not the right time. <laughs> but, but secondly, coming back to the commercial thing, like I had this the other day with my husband. And I was, I was, it's been really quiet for me on the engineering side, which is great because I'm supposed to be on maternity leave anyway. But I've been pushing more and doing more on the She Who Dares wins. And uh, he's like, you know what's going to happen? Come March time, construction kicks off and all your clients are going to come back and you're going to jump straight back in. And then all the stuff that you've been doing, like, you know, writing the book and putting more podcasts out and recording things and the, and, and the T-shirt line and stuff. He was like, that every year that's going to slide. He was like, but this year it can't slide because it's become something. And I was like, no, no, that's not the case. And then I took a call on Friday and it was someone saying, can you get to site on Monday? And I was like, yeah. And then I put down the <laughs> phone. I was like, shit, like I knew this would happen. It's a test. I knew this would happen. So then he basically was like, just driving. He was like, mm, like you said you weren't, you know? And I was like, yeah. And I, I came with every excuse. I was like, you know, we need the money. I could use the money for, you know, put, put it back into the business and do all this. Then he was like, and within 10 minutes, I phoned the customer back. I was like, you know what? I'm really sorry. I can't do Monday. Um, it's hard. And I feel like you yeah. get thrown these things. Like you will get loads of people now ringing up saying, hey, we've got this job in commercial. And it's going <laughs> to be a test for you. <laughs> so, I mean, and that's, that's actually another like path that I need to figure out. Like I could eventually go into commercial, right? As a business, so, yeah. As a business. Mm-hmm. And you know, so it's just, I have so many and, and that's always like, that's why with the the business card, putting that out, it's like, now I need to think about this path, this path, this path, this path. Like, am I going to be doing this, this, or am I going to be doing this, this, uh, am I going to look into going into commercial? Like, then I need to like figure out like, how to step out of this residential but like I just put this out and like now it's like what if the phone goes crazy and I have to schedule things and I have commitment (laughs) issues and I'm like I just don't I'm like can I just sit on Instagram and watch people's stories all day (laughs) right yeah so oh yeah you can do that quietly in a toilet like I I do that all the time I I just disregard all responsibility yeah Um, it's like de-escalate and people are like, I see that you're on here. Like, I have customers. I have customers who now follow me. And I was like, maybe I should have, like, made a separate account because now I can't just, like, sit and watch people's stories and de-escalate my brain because they're, like, watching that I'm active, ignoring, like, they're like, what about my estimate? I'm like, oh, but that's, like, that's a commitment. An estimate's a commitment. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, you'll get there eventually. <laughs> and it's a high, it's such a confidence thing when you start out. Um, like I, I've had a real war with pricing. So, mm-hmm. and I think I've just got to a point now where I'm like, I throw a price at someone and I know it's high. I know I'm higher than a lot of other engineers. And I'm like, <laughs> really like ego. So what? I'm worth it. And, and there's that yeah. like, if they don't come for it, they go for it. But it took me so long. Well, yeah, it took me. 16 years to get there um before I'd, I'd like put a price out and then if someone came back and went oh you know that's a bit expensive instead of going back with actually here's what you're getting duh, 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 I'd be like okay you know and then I'd end up doing it for a far lesser price that is a market you know f- forget me personally that is like the proper market value of the job yeah and yeah, it, it's so hard, all these aspects that you take on when you start a business, but it's also incredibly exciting. And I think 
it's a natural process like working in companies is great and like you say you don't have necessarily that stress of all the other things that you come home from work and you've done a job but also like there's going to be some hilarious stories that you know you're going into people's houses I guess and you know you're coming across other people's work and so it's not just you starting fresh installing you're going to come across people that have bodged jobs but you're going to be helping people as well so it, it sounds like it's going to be really exciting yeah it definitely is and and I feel you on the pricing pricing is definitely I mean women aren't instilled with this confidence right yeah so like we're not you know, brought into this world and told like, you're worth this. Whereas like, guys, I feel like it's always like, you must be the winner. You must be the winner. Whereas like women are just like, we're more subservient and also kind of practical. We're like, well, it doesn't really make sense to price it like that because it's not really worth that. Like, so it's like, there's, I have issues with that, but I actually, I, I mean, I'm so lucky with, and and I put this out there, uh, like my community, and I have people in my corner showing me how to be confident about pricing. Um, I have someone, you know, I have like my go-to plumber, like I, I have no idea what I'm doing and I can call him and he will tell me what to price things and he will give me the confidence that I'm worth it. Like, he's like, he's like, think about the house you're in and what you just described to me and imagine that guy doing the price and he would just say easy and you saw what he did. Yeah. And you know that you'll do a better job. So like, why wouldn't you even put yourself at his market? Yeah. Right. So I'm, I've been lucky with that. And, and I try to pass that on. I actually had uh, a female mechanic uh, working on my car today. She came over and changed my spark plugs and, and she won't give me a price. But she, but she works. She's like, oh, you know, and, and she's awesome. Right. And I'm like, and you know, I, I paid her a lot of money to like do a few oil changes, but I felt, I was like, listen, like, think about this. Like, sure. I could have taken it to a mechanic. I would have paid less. I'm like, you came to my house. You did three different cars. Like you have to factor all that in. You have to factor driving. You have to, and, and I had someone teach me that. Right. Cause I was like, well, it only takes two hours. It's like, well, what about the time it takes to clean the van? What about the time it takes? And and that's all still time away from your children. Yeah. Or that's all still time away from you being able to do your thing in life. Yeah. Like you're, that's, that's your personal time. So you need to factor all that in. And so like having that experience now, it just makes me more aware. And I'm like, I'm trying to employ, I'm like, I I would rather hire a female or hire a person of color or like someone who, who the world automatically assumes is going to be cheaper because they're not a white man. Right. Because people are always like, like, Oh, a female plumber. It's so cool to like meet a female plumber. And then when I give them their price, they're like, but what? And I'm like, I wonder if I was a white guy, like, would, would your face literally drop down the floor like that? Like, (laughs) Like it almost expect, they expect it to almost be free sometimes. And I'm, but I, I have gotten to the point a lot of times where I'm like you now, and I'm like, I'm actually a little bit more than that white dude over there, but I'm worth yeah. it. Right. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. But it, it's so hard. Like that, cause you are effectively putting a value on yourself. And I think that's why we struggle with it. Um, yeah. Because it's, you can't separate yourself from the work because you are the work. And yeah, it is hard. And also I think on the flip side, guys also don't have a problem with being like, well, I'm not paying that. And then it gets thrown back into your court and it's, it's, it's finding that strength to be like, okay, not, you know, not like, oh, okay, I need the money. So I'll drop it. And then then once you drop it, they've got you. Like I I had a job recently, the same, like I was charging a lot for a job, but it was new equipment, really expensive. It's, It's like a new technology. And I was like, this is the market price. And the guy was like, that is extortionate. And I was like, um, well, you know, this is, I went through everything. And he was like, look, I know you've got to feed your kids or whatever, but you've got to sharpen your pencil, like, and start going through all this stuff. And it turned out that he'd got a price for a different type of work, but it was like twice the cost. So I already knew that he was never going to get the job done anywhere else for less. Um, and I just said, I was like, yeah, 
that's it. But but in my mind, I was like, you should reduce the price. You should ask him how much he wants to pay. And I can yeah. have to silence that and be like, yep. no. Yeah. It's and so even hard. even men, I do even see like it's it's not just a female thing, and it's not. And I I mentioned white male, but like there are guys that I talk to all the time, and there are people who message me all the time, like you know, former union coworkers, and they're like, "Yo, I'm doing this side job. You mind helping me with the price?" And I'm oh, like, "Oh, cool. That's good to know." And so yeah, and honestly, that builds my confidence. Yeah, because. I'm like, I'm like, here, I'm going to this guy that I think's like, oh, right. Yeah. And, and I'm like, what should I charge? Or what, what's this entail? Or how do I do this? And now I have people doing that to me. And I'm like, oh, so now I'm like becoming my, oh, plumber, right? <laughs> yeah, you're so, pressing the button. Yeah. So, and, and that feels good. But I always, you know, if it's just like, randos on Instagram sometimes it's like a little bit too much solicitation but like I'm always willing like union guys that I worked with I'm always like talking to them about prices even like I will call guys that have gone into business before me I have I have a good community so but the pricing thing I like I do even watch men suffer from it I think it's it's because society undervalues manual labor is is yes. like yeah, it, it's not just a fee. I mean, it's more so a female issue because like we're not instilled with the confidence, but you can't say that men aren't susceptible to that same like, oh, is it worth it? Am I gouging? Some yeah. men, some men don't care. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. A lot I work with don't care. Yeah. What, that transition then from, so commercial, we talked about this in the past. Uh, there's not many women on sites. And then you're going into... Uh, domestic I'm guessing it's just as novel and and how like what's the response being like do you think you would you get more business because people are like oh that's a bit novel but reality is you're very good at the job do you think people are kind of shocked when you turned up or like what's obviously they know they're employing you but what's the kind of have you had any like weird situations people are like oh I didn't realize women could plumb <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's generally, generally, there's always a comment, some type of comment, whether I never met a female plumber, or that's so cool that you're a female plumber. Um, they range. But honestly, walking onto construction sites, it's always like, you walk on with this feeling like you need to prove yourself, right? Yeah. I don't necessarily walk into homes feeling I need to prove I'm the expert, right? Yeah. If I'm, I'm the expert. Meanwhile, like if I'm walking onto a plumber, I mean a construction site, there's 50 other plumbers who know the same right. thing. Right. So I guess, I mean, I don't really have this competitive drive. I just like really am like, I like to have fun while I work, but you know that the men on the site do. Right. So you still come on thinking like, I have to prove myself. Meanwhile, like when you go into a resident, like those plumbers on the construction site don't care if you're a girl or a guy, you either need to be able to carry your weight. And if you carry your weight, you need to be like worthwhile to the team. So it's a different mentality. Whereas like other people are like, oh, you're a female plumber. That's cool. Or, or, oh, you're the expert. I need help. And, yeah. and so, so you go in, you're already a level up from them. Howdy folks. I really hope you're enjoying this week's episode of the podcast. If you've got time, head over to www.shewhodareswins.com where you'll find a ton of awesome merch, hoodies and tees. You'll also find a bunch of empowering and supportive content for you to soak up, not to mention the show notes for episodes like this one and information on how you can connect to us via social media and also join the private members Facebook group. Be sure to check it out. And in the meantime, let's get back to this awesome episode of the podcast. But in the same respect, you don't have the support, I guess. So like if you come across something in someone's house and it's just you, it's a little bit more relaxed environment in that your, your colleagues that you work with, you haven't got to prove yourself. But at the end of the day, I guess, you know, if you come across something you've never come across before, is it like, shit, I don't have anyone to ask? Like, like well, how is that's a different dynamic? I, got, I have a cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> I have a cell phone. And um, Google, right? Google's always yeah, good. Yeah, well, honestly, honestly, I... 
and it's it's not really fair to <laughs> to my phone of plumbers but like I just am like I'm like I'm I'm so scared I don't know what to do I just <laughs> you know I've had I had this valve pop out of me and I called I call him I'm like I'm flooding Arch Street I don't know what to do there's a realtor <laughs> under me and water's everywhere and he came and helped me right and he's oh, like nice. no he's like this is nothing like I thought that I was going to drive into a flood. He's like, this is like water coming out of a light fixture. I was like, I know, but it shot me in the face and I just didn't know what to do. <laughs> so, but so there's like times and you know, I'll just say, you know, like on a construction site, like you're given these expectations, there's a foreman. So you have direction when, you have to be the expert in the, in these situations. And like I said earlier, you never know what's behind a wall. So you can make your educated guesses and maybe 90 times out of a hundred, you're right. But like, there's always that one time where yeah. you're not right. And you know, I, I just did a dig up and we picked up the cast iron and the bottom of the cast iron just stayed on the ground. I was like, oh, okay, wow. I can't hook it. I'm like, I can't hook into this. Now it turned from like, just adding a bathroom to like they're having their whole line replaced. Like you said, like, you know, you go in and you, you help people with their problems, but also you feel like, I'm like, I felt like a sense of responsibility. I'm the one who touched the cast iron. Like they didn't know, but in reality it was leaking into their foundation either way. Yeah. So, so you have to like, and that customer was great. Like she really, I mean, some of them get nasty with you and, and act like you're responsible for the condition of their of 100 their year old pipe. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I generally, I, I do get a better response uh, to answer your original question in residential only because there's not that aspect of competition. Um, people often say like, I've had four male plumbers out here, none of them explained it like this. Like I, I come at it always as like a homeowner approach as opposed to like, I'm the plumber and I know more than you. I'm like, if this were my home, like, honestly, I don't think that this fix I would feel comfortable with. Or, or if you're looking to save money, like I always offer like a, a high end price. Like if you want the whole job done right, or like just fix this issue price. Like I give options and I talk to them like, I'm like and, and I always say, I'm like, you can call someone else and get another estimate. Like yeah. I'm fine with that. Like that's, yeah. I understand that people struggle and I'm struggling to run my business. So this is the price that it will cost. So, yeah. and, and I understand, and I always tell them, I'm like, I'm not the cheapest person to do this. Yeah. Like I have friends who call me and I'm like, listen, I'm like, you should probably call this other company because they'll come out, they'll be like, bam, bam, done. They have the right equipment for it or like they're just set up to do something. And I always do that because I, first off, I'm not going to undercut myself to give them something that they need when I know someone's better equipped, Yeah, you know, and, and they want a deal for me. I'm like, but if you do it this way, it'll get done. You'll have your deal. Whereas like me, I have to rent equipment to get that job done or I'm driving an hour and a half to, to even be there for you. Like that's yeah. a lot. It's a lot. And so you have to like work with that. But because I do that, I also get feedback from my customers like, thank you so much for like empowering me to know how to shut off my water or like plunge my own drain like you don't have to call me like you're I'm gonna be expensive if you call me out and I got a plunge like you're talking over a hundred dollars just for me to pull out a plunger and then you're looking at me like a hundred dollars for what <laughs> right but like that's that's what I was talking to my friend today the mechanic about your time like it I'm not Precious. leaving my house yeah I'm not mm. leaving my house and, and you got to pay for that so yeah so, and meanwhile, like, you know, estimates and other things, like it's, that's one thing. Cause that's part of like the competition of business. But if you think I'm going to sit here and tell you how to do it and then just go home, like you could have went on YouTube for that for free. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I tell, I, it sounds that. like you've got like, things what? locked up with knowing that, like, that is really important. Um, it's still a struggle. It's still a struggle. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. What isn't a struggle? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> right, talking but, about struggles, I know we're flipping this now. We're probably going to get yeah. a little bit serious, but well, we're always serious. But yeah. um, I remember chatting to you, obviously on the first podcast, and then as we always are, open and honest, you incredibly open and honest. Um, we talk about stories in the industry that are pretty hard to deal with. And recently I did a post on um, sexual harassment and the stories that have come in have just have blown my mind. Like, yeah, really sensitive things, you know, from comments right up to, to, to rape that, um, you know, has, has not been reported, has not been dealt with perpetrators it's just insane and this is all over the world this is women in trades this is women in in all different fields but I vividly remember you talking about kind of like an issue you had on site and you were like you know one day I can I can talk about this um and yeah it was with a guy who I I guess exposed himself to you but but more importantly broke down and this would have been so hard broke down like a trust with you because you thought you were pals um yeah, if, if you're okay with it, I'd, I'd love to kind of hear your perspective as much or as little as you want to kind of help other women out there that, have, that I know have been through some really shitty times. Um, and yeah, and, and how you've kind of dealt with that. Yeah, so that, you know what, actually, I think I was on that job when I, when I did your podcast, because it was like, right, it was I, really fresh. Yeah, I said, I can't, like, I don't know how this is going to play out and yeah. I didn't know how I was going to take it. So yeah, I had a, a boss that I worked with alone a lot. Um, it was always like two man team and he was, he was perverted. Like, and, and I knew that and, and that was like expected and I just would like cut him off. I really enjoyed working with him because he let me do my thing. You know, like it wasn't like a competition with him. Uh, if I had an idea, he let it play out. He's like, well, whatever. Like if it's going to fuck up, like that's a lesson you learn. So like you got to pick and choose your battles. And I decided that, you know, if he's going to be like creepy, I'll just put them in place when I need to, but like, it's still a good growing experience as a plumber. Right. So we worked for a while together and, and that was during the whole Instagram, you know, like I had put a picture of my butt on the Instagram and I had guys, wives coming after me because like that was out there and I worked with their husband and that was not okay. So I kind of like, after all that, I like reared it back in. Like, cause I think the last time we were on a podcast, we talked about that, the, you know, me putting my butt on Instagram and whether it's like a confidence thing or like a showy thing and how we judge women for doing things like that. I, I do remember talking about that a little bit, but after that, I just was like, you know what? Like, I don't, I think men should be held responsible for their inability to control themselves. So, yeah. you know, the internet is a free public thing, um, you know, and we always run the risk, but like really the risk should be like people maybe like talking trash on you, not someone yeah. sending you inappropriate pictures, you know, exactly. like be like, oh, did you see that girl? Like everybody's going to have comments and judgments on everyone. So let it be like, through your side communication. It never means that like a physical invitation is there, you know, that, that needs to be consensually talked about. So either way I did, I did go to the owner of the company after that happened. I actually was like trying to be nonchalant. Like I just told him, I'm like, like, dude, make sure we never work together again. And like, his wife was coming after me and I was like, I, so I just screenshotted the, the messages. I'm like, this is my side and his side. Like if, if he's telling you one thing, I will just screenshot it all. And I did. And I just sent it to her. I was like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry that this world is like this, that has to like pin us against each other there. His daughters have like come and talked to me, not personally, but like through messages and just said like, I'm so sorry you went through that. Like it turned into like this kind of like female, you know, bonding thing a little bit. Wow. Like we don't talk still, but in the end I, I went to the owner and I just was like, we cannot work together. Cause Corey found out. I didn't tell Corey about this. Right. Cause right. I, I was 
I was scared what she was like. I'm like, I don't need her. Like, like I'm just trying to work. Right. And and that's what the thing is, is like women like suppress all this, like hostile environment. And so it never gets brought to light because they're just trying to work. Right. But then we're like always (laughs) turned into these, like this problem. And it's like, well, I was really here to work. And this guy like, wasn't here to work. And now I'm, I'm in trouble for it. So, so I told did he, ever, did he ever like allude to the fact that like he thought you were coming on to him or was oh, it? Yeah, he said from what I gathered, the wife had the picture of my butt from Instagram that I quote unquote sent him personally. Right. I'm like, right. I'm like, listen, lady, I'm like, go on my Instagram. I promise. <laughs> like, there's nothing personal about it. It's on. I'm like, at that time I had like 2000 followers. I'm like, but that's out there. Yeah. Like I, I did that. I'm sorry that he took it this way, but like, that would be like you calling up a porn star. I mean, granted, we know each other. I'm not like, I'm like, but you can't just like yell at a porn star because your husband's watching them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it just got very hairy. Um, I did talk to the owner said, I don't want to work with him anymore. I did not tell him why I never, I just said it, it's just uncomfortable. And that company ended up laying him off right before me. It wasn't long before me, but then I got laid off too. So <laughs> either way, it just it's madness. Like how these things can escalate from, and, and this is, I, well, I don't think I was laid off for that. No, but it, like it was, it was a few months later, but, but either way. Yeah. So. Yeah. But you're there to do work. And, and I've been in a situation, not as nearly as bad as that, but where I'm working with someone, I think this is a great working relationship work well together and then there'll just be a comment and you just think oh your heart sinks because you're like oh man this wasn't even you know there's been no mm-hmm. of, of any kind of flowing or anything and this comments just come and then it's never the same from that point like it, mm-hmm. it you like as much as they can brush it over or, or you say no that's not the way I feel like it just doesn't sit right and it becomes awkward and yeah it's it's like it's that other level of shit that you have to deal with like we just want to do a job um yeah yeah and and I feel I feel sometimes because there aren't that many of us on site that I don't know it's 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 like the whole comment game when people like oh I thought you like you're just one of the lads I thought you could just take it like you always do and it's like no like it's circumstantial it's, oh, yeah it's, it's difficult yeah so so that yeah I mean it reads like a movie doesn't it like wife getting involved daughters getting involved <sighs> so this is the guy that you trusted that exposed himself so to right. yeah so so we say trust but I that's one thing that from the gate uh, when I first started wa- working with him first off the apprentice was like dude just just FYI this guy is a creep Right. Okay. Right. Heads up. So, and, and the entire company is like, this guy is a creep. Right. (laughs) And so it just was like known and, and it is what it is. So, and they would tell me stories and I'm like, but he lets me just be a plumber. There's no competition. It's not like I told you to do it this way. It's like, okay, I I told you to do it this way. You did it your way and you fucked up now fix it. Like he, that's what yeah. you would do to die, right? You would yeah. do the same thing. So, so, and he always just treated me like that. But that comment that you're talking about where like, you're like, whoa, oh, okay. That comment came early in our relationship. And um, I, so he's like, we were working on a ladder and he was behind me and he gets down off the ladder and he bends over as if like I kicked him in the balls or something and like cups himself and says, I got to go to the uh, van for a little bit. And I just was like, Whoa. And there were other guys in the room and they just looked at me and I was like, Oh my God. Like I just was mortified. I was mortified. Like this guy was, his face was right in my ass. I mean, but we're working and that's how you work. Like, I'm like, there was nothing inappropriate about it with me sometimes I'll joke when guys have to like I'm like oh don't worry you can get close to me like you don't have to be scared but like nothing we just didn't say anything we were like humping pipe we're like getting it up in the air right and then he did that and I was like (sighs) I'm like I literally felt nauseous and and these other two guys are looking at me staring at me and 
I looked at him and I said, I swear to God, I don't care what issues you have, like anything. I'm like, you just like, take it home, take it home. Like whatever things you have brewing in your head, like I want to work. I'm like, don't fuck that up for me. And, and so he didn't. And like, and we, and it kind of like, because I called it out and like said it, like, I kind of like hit a reset button. And honestly, like, I pulled that veil, like, like that kind of not Stockholm syndrome, but like, that's the closest thing I could relate it to. Like, where I like, I'm just like, I'm going to befriend the enemy. And he never like, it wasn't ill will. Like, I don't think he was ever like, I can't say what he thought, but like, I don't think that I ever felt threatened. Like he was going to do so. Yeah. So you didn't feel like it was a danger. Like he wasn't a danger to work with. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's important. But so I pulled that veil and I'm like, we're going to work together. And then we work together and like other guys would talk trash on them. And I'm like, listen, I work well together. Like, I don't want to know about that nasty shit. I don't want to know. Like, cause mm. I just want to keep the veil so that I can put cast iron in the way I want to put cast iron. He lets me pick the cast iron up. He's not like trying to take it out of my hands. I appreciate that. Like, I love that. And, and he taught me plumbing. I mean, he's like a messy plumber, but he taught me like a lot. So I just wanted to keep that. And, and I did. And then guys took my defending him as something going on. <sighs> So it just you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Like, yes. I'm you, like you, yeah. I even I even told his wife, I'm like, listen, I'm like, if you I'm like, I don't know, I'm you know, I'm not really all about physicality, but if you think that that little man sparks any interest in me, I said, You are sadly mistaken. I'm like, first off, I am with a woman. Like I was gonna say, like, not that it should ever come into it, but like he knew your sexuality right like he knew yeah you were gay yeah. And, yeah and it was but, just but I'm, I'm late stage you know I was married to a man I have children so like to any man who can't like process things correctly that just sees just that as an inlet of oh it's an opportunity well yeah. yeah right yeah. oh we'll get you back <laughs> Yeah, like yeah, yeah. You're gonna be the guy, right? Yeah. The guy who says something like that. That's definitely who I'm going after. So, oh my but god. Either oh way. God. All right. No, that's good. Thank you so. Well, it's not good. It's not good. But thank you so much for sharing that. That's really important. And um, I, yeah, I just love your. Honestly, I'm sad that it happened, but yeah, I think a lot of people are gonna learn from these stories that we tell. Um, I wanted to wrap this up with. Um, your great experience that you had recently. I know you went on a project that was just women. Can you? Briefly, oh, yeah. Yeah. Can you just tell me about that? Because it just sounds incredible. So this project is that house that she built. It's um, out in Utah, like right below Salt Lake City in Utah. They couldn't find a plumber. They had a female owned plumbing company who was like donating some plumbing time and material but no actual female plumber so I offered to go out um and they actually they covered the airfare which was great and brought me out there it was in a point of the project that I think I mean they were like stuck with finding people finding material so I definitely didn't come on the best week. It was very mumbo jumbo. The the main ladies who were running things weren't generally there. But Corey and I went out and we did the plumbing. And, you know, I'm not like commercials one thing, but like residential and then residential in another state. I definitely went out and was in over my head. So I was like feeling definitely a lack of confidence, I guess you could say, but they were awesome. The women out there were, um, Jenny was like my main point person. She was amazing. Uh, I met Stephanie built it. She's Stephanie builds it on Instagram and she's just, she was so fun. She was, I, I just wish that, that I think that my 
I guess, disappointment was that I couldn't do the camaraderie because there was so much work to do. Ah, okay, right. You know what I mean? Like we, Corey and I were there till like sunset trying to get things done. We still didn't even finish the project. Like I was right. so bummed. I'm like, we didn't even fit, but we were there a week. It was a lot of work. But then I watched this past, uh, a couple weeks ago, so many women went out actually at the same time and I watched the camaraderie. So I think I just like, I definitely felt a twinge of jealousy. I, I went out to dinner, uh, at one of the women's houses and they took me out to dinner. So we definitely hung out, but I was like looking for like that kind of like, not, not a party, but like a sister party, you know? Yeah. And yeah. it just, it just was very busy, but, but the project itself is, is such an awesome project. It's, you know, to help fund women getting into construction work as well okay. as um, domestically abused women, like getting out of their situation. So like the cause is there, the women that I met were amazing. It just was like plumbing is such a lot of work, right? So it just was definitely a learning experience for me. And, and it was fun. I, I just want to go back out to Utah and like kind of spend the time with the women with, that yeah. like, yeah. So and, much time, so much to discuss and so little time. Yeah. And because they weren't on site like that week that I happened to be on site, like I missed, you know, hanging out with them because I was on site and they had other jobs, but it was, I, I will just say like Utah, it was funny. Corey, Corey thought Utah was like a flat state. So like in America, you're not really like, nobody really kn knows anything about anything. You know, a little bit about your state, a little bit about your city. And then you just like, the rest is like, unless you're a travel body, you just don't know. So we're flying over the Rocky Mountains and Corey's like, oh my God, there's so many mountains. And I'm like, yeah, it's Utah. Like Utah has like, all the national parks. And I mean, there's not really other, other than like sister wives on television. There's not too much about Utah, but, but I was like, yeah, like I'm excited. I want to like go sightseeing. And she's thinking we're going to like this flat, like just like farmland. <laughs> so that was, that was the really cool experience is like, I haven't been in a high rise, like dealing like with the view but working in that house every day, I was like, it's, it's just as cool as like working in a high rise. You have like snow capped mountains all around oh, you and beautiful. the sun. And it just was, it was beautiful. It was such an awesome experience. So I definitely, I just, I, I would love to get back out there, hang out with the, with the women without the stress of like the job, the responsibility <laughs> of the work. Right. Yeah. So, story in my life. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. I'm gonna awesome. Put, yeah. It was good. Yeah, I'm going to put details about that build down because uh, I was following it and I think it's an incredible initiative. It was pretty amazing. Um, I'm going to let you go and let you get back to building this awesome business that you're doing. I want to say thanks so much for being a guest. Uh, it's always a pleasure. Um, and yeah, I wish you all the best. And, and let's have you on in season four, five, six, seven, however many seasons we're going to have of this podcast. Um, appreciate you giving me your time, Kelly. And you'll always inspire uh, myself and and any listeners out there so thank you so much thank you i seriously I, I love the work you do we we will have to get this uh merchandise thing settled because we'll get it sorted don't worry about that. we'll get, we'll it, get sorted. it sorted all right well <laughs> all thank right. you for having me have a great you're night. welcome you take care you have an awesome day see you later all right